Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> I know y'all used to hearing that sweet voice start uh, off every podcast. You have, a, you have a sweet voice too. It's my sweet. You have a nice voice. <laughs> <laughs> you have a strong, manly voice. Thank you. I'm from Teddy the Grizzly. <laughs> okay, people, here we go. I I always ask Shalonda questions every day, all day. Just random questions. So I'm like, let me put some of these on this podcast. We're going to ask like 10, maybe 10 random questions. Just to see what, from a man asking a woman questions, to get a woman's insight on some things that we have questions about that we just do not understand. <laughs> well, then next time I'm going to ask you some questions that women do not understand about men. I can't well, wait for that. It's the Mars-Venus thing. It's been around forever. But, <laughs> but This will be fun or scary. <laughs> oh, no. It's lighthearted. Nothing too serious. Okay. Okay. Let's jump, let's jump right in. I'm ready. Okay. I, I see this happen all the time. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to ask a woman. Why, when a couple goes through the process of dating, falling in love, getting engaged, and then for some reason the engagement happens, I mean, the engagement ends, and they break up completely. Why? Wait a minute. Are we going to break up our engagement? I need to know before we answer this. Oh, no. Don't. (laughs) Let the people know, BB. Right. No, it's not us. Something no. we see, we've seen. No, it's not autobiographical, right? Exactly. No, but seriously, <laughs> you know how people think. But you see, you'll see, you know, a couple happy. Yeah. They, they set a date. You know, we engage. Then all of a sudden, the engagement ends, and then they break up. Why does? Why can't you just say redo a reset? Well, because I think. First of all, it probably depends on why the engagement ended. Because a lot of people do get engaged. I'll give you that one. Despite red flags that are already there when they're dating. Right. And there's a mind shift. When you are dating someone, it's all free and fun and ha ha ha. And once you become engaged and start thinking about planning the rest of your life with this person, then things that they do that used to be like, oh, that's just her. That's just how she Mm -hmm. is. Or, you know, that's just him. Become, oh my God, I got to deal with this for the rest of my life. Things start getting really serious. So I think that the transition from dating to engagement, a a mindset shift occurs and it makes it harder to deal with things that when you were dating, you could brush off. Now that you're engaged, it's like, so when the engagement ends, typically the person is like, listen, I realized I can't deal with that for the rest of my life anyway. Let's just walk away from this. Okay. So it goes from, I make her laugh all the time to why she always laughing. Right, right. (laughs) Absolutely. You are absolutely right. That's it, you know. And so then it 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 ends. The whole thing kind of ends. But the whole thing just blows up. It's yeah. just it just amazes me how often that happens. Right. Well, it amazes me more so how often people say yes to an engagement with someone that they know they don't want to get married to in the first place. I feel like a lot of times too the person already had doubts in their mind before the engagement. And entered into an engagement anyway because it's fun and I'm planning a wedding and oh my god I'm so happy and excited, and then things kind of start going downhill. And some people will propose just to fix a problem because there's problems and let me show her that I really love her and I'm all okay. in. So then they engage kind of like as you know a band aid to the situation, and it doesn't work out. So I think that's why okay if we're not going to be engaged and you have to also realize some people's feelings are hurt if we're not going to be engaged and you're going to break off this engagement. That's embarrassing to me, so then just get out of my life. I never considered the embarrassment aspect. I yeah. definitely can see that. Yeah. Now, along that same line, my next question would be, why will a man date a woman for years? Mm-hmm. I mean, committed everything for years, not married, mm-hmm. but they break up, 
and a less a year less later he's married. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you think about that? I've never been in that situation before, but I feel like sometimes um people people give you what you require. Okay. So if he's with a woman that doesn't require marriage, then there's no not that there should be pressure for marriage, first of all. Let right. me just say that. But if he's with a woman that doesn't require marriage, then sometimes there is no motivation to move in that direction. So, hey, this is all she wants. I'm good with this because it's less scary for me to just be in a relationship where if I get tired of it, I could just walk away anyway. You know, So why would I marry her if she's not requiring marriage? If, if that's not what she wants, then let's just date forever. Now, the next woman you meet... It's like, hey, I'm I'm dating with a purpose, and I would like to be married again one day. And you know that that's a requirement to keep her long term. Okay. Then, because that's a requirement, that you know that that's something. Hey, if I want to be with this person, then this is the train I need to be on in order to be with them long term. But what if the woman he was with before said she wanted to be married? Then he, she's not the one he wanted to marry. I believe that people do what they want to do. Of course. They do what they want to do. So if he wanted to marry her, even if she didn't want to be married, if he wanted to marry her, he would have. He would have tried. He would have at least tried to. He would have at least proposed to her a couple of times along the way, trying to get her to change her mind and to be the the wife, if a wife is what he desired. But people do what they want to do. I think a lot of times we give people leeway in our lives. Like, well, you know, I know he wants to, but right now it's just not a good time and yada, yada, you know. We tend to make excuses for We make excuses for people because it's embarrassing to admit that maybe he doesn't want to marry me and maybe I'm not the one for him. It feels like an attack on the person. Like, well, if I'm not the one for him, if I'm not good enough for him, then what's wrong with me? That's not always the case. Sometimes you can love a person and that's not your person. I, I think yeah. we feel like if I love this person and he loves me, then that must be my person. That has to be my forever person. Because if not, why would we love each other so much? I love a lot of people that I don't want to be around. Just because you love someone doesn't mean they're your person. Okay. Very informative. I like what you're doing so far. <laughs> <laughs> you know I like to talk so much. But, but I'm going to stay, stay in that area. I'm going to stay in that area. So a couple that's together for a very long time. I mean, I've seen it 5, 10, 15 years mm-hmm. just dating. You know, this mm-hmm. is my person, this is my girl, whatever. Yeah. They get married and then a divorce less than a year later. Right. Right. What's up with that? I don't know. I think it's just the I mean mis- every situation's different, I will. Yeah. But just generally speaking, what would you think? I think it's the responsibility of it all again. You know, that responsibility of being someone's spouse is serious. Mm-hmm. And it can kind of come down hard on people that weren't really preparing for it. Um, and sometimes things just happen. Sometimes, hey, we've been dating for 20 years and all was well. And as soon as we got married, this situation just happened, you know, to happen. This is what happened the first year of the marriage. And so we got a divorce. But you've technically been married past seven years. Yeah, but maybe someone didn't make the mistake until, you know. So we were together seven years, got married year eight, but he didn't cut up until year eight. You know, he didn't get disrespectful until, you know, maybe that's when it all just kind of Or she didn't get bored until then. Or she didn't get bored until year eight or whatever it was. You know, sometimes things change unexpectedly. Okay, I like that one. I like that one. Okay, so... Along that same line, again, I like this is a, this whole area just fascinates me. <laughs> I would like to say to the people, I am not a relationship expert, nor have no, I, I been. I, in, listen, I, nor have I, I been in these situations. Ask, I just enjoy <laughs> asking you the questions and getting your answers. This, I mean, we do this all the time. 
Okay, so women expect men to be mind readers mm-hmm. because a woman will crush on a guy. She'll mm-hmm. like him forever. Mm-hmm. She'll almost give him girlfriend benefits. Right. But she'll never say, I want to be with you. Right. And then Until he, find, he gets serious. Uh, well, <laughs> so when he finds somebody to date, why, did, why does she wait till then? This is something I don't know if men understand. So first of all, most women are going to wait for you to make the first move. Because that's what most women, not all women, but that's what most women desire is for a man to come for them. Um, so most women, it's not that they are secretly crushing on you and not making a move. You're just not recognizing the moves that they're making. Because most girls, if they are crushing on you, they, you know, do it in the form of friendship. And like, hey, I'm your friend. I got your back. Whatever you need, you know, Um, they're your biggest fans, you know, always in your corner. They may not do it from a guise of, oh, you're so handsome and you're so sexy. More conservative women are just going to be a good friend and be there and make themselves available for you to, you know, take the next step, take it a step further. And a lot of times guys just don't. Guys, you know, at least from talking to like guy friends growing up. They seem to be really oblivious to the signs that women oh, give. Oh, completely oblivious. That they're interested. So it's not that women are sitting there secretly crushing and not saying anything. Because if you take it from a woman's perspective, she can look out and see like, no, no, no. These people, these people, you know, <laughs> this girl has a crush on you. Like, why don't you act on that? There are guys that have like girl best friends and the girl best friend is in love with them. And all they see it as is, no, this is my best friend. Like, we would never, I would never see her in that way. Well, she's obviously in love with you. <laughs> she cooks for you every Friday. She, you know. <laughs> so I think that sometimes guys think it's a secret. It's really not a secret. It's right there in your face. And most women, most other women can see it. It's just that you don't necessarily recognize it because maybe you're busy doing other things. Or maybe you're, bu- you know, you have someone that you have your eye on and it's just the focus is not on that person. Okay. Um, once you get into a a relationship the reason that a lot of other a lot of these the times it feels like that's when the woman steps forward is because first of all you have to be in a relationship with a woman that she admires or that she considers herself um or someone similar to her or someone that she feels like is a good catch quote unquote women judge men by the women that they attract so for most women if you are attracting just, you know, little girls that look like it's just a fling and it's nothing serious, then she'll sit back and watch that happen because she knows it's going to fall But once you get serious. Once you get serious and you are starting to date a woman with certain standards and, you know. You start to distance. Right. Then now she sees you as a good man. At first you were just a possibility, you're just a man. Now that she sees that you can hold your own with a quote unquote good woman, now you're viewed as that. Now that's a real chance. Now this is a real man because if he can keep this woman happy, then I know he can keep me happy. And now the pressure is on. Now it's more, the the approach that she takes becomes more aggressive because now you've proven to her that you can do the things she always wondered in the back of her mind, could she do? So the better the woman you're with and the better the relationship you're having, the more aggressive women become at trying to let you know that they're interested because you're showing them that you have something they want. It's not even always about the man. You may not even be the perfect man for them, but they're trying to show you that, hey, wait a minute. You're showing me that you're giving the types of relationships I've always wanted to have. Come give that over here. So so they don't take chemistry. They don't take availability. They don't take mindset. 
uh, anything else into account. It's just, I want that man. Well, most people think that they are in a of good mindset. Most people think that they are attractive and that they have good energy and that if they could just meet you, the chemistry between the two of you would be perfect. How, you know, that's why people can have like celebrity crushes for years. They just feel like if I could just meet him in person, I promise I'll turn his life out. Like they say, <laughs> if I could just meet you, you'll fall in love. So most people don't take that into accountability because you never look at yourself from a negative light, typically. You know, most people look at themselves and see a good catch in themselves. So if I could just show you who I really am, then you'll see that I'm a good catch too. Now, what I don't understand is a lot of women want a faithful man. You want a good man. You want a faithful man. And so then Mm -hmm. you see the guy that you've been crushing on and now he is with someone else and he's attracted to someone else and he's publicly showing the world, this is the love of my life. And so now you DM him. So what I don't get is the disconnect because if he messages you back, if he comes back for you, if he's like, oh, wow, I didn't know you were interested in me like that. Maybe we should meet up for drinks. All right, slow down, Grasshopper. We go, we go. Like, to me, you're no longer a good <laughs> man when you we're, do we're, that. That's, a, that's another situation. We're, we're, that's another podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, we're diving into that one later. Now, I, I do have a follow-up in, in, along where we just... I do have a follow-up um, based on what we just talked about. So, mm-hmm. the fact that this woman was not chosen for so long, uh-huh. okay, that could fall into a couple of categories for men, and mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question about that. So, uh... If a woman is that has things about herself that she knows this man doesn't like, mm-hmm. such as a lot of men don't like the long lashes, mm-hmm. a lot of men don't like the long fingernails, mm-hmm. a lot of men don't even like weave. Or, I mean, if it's like if the weave looks natural, it can look. Right. There's some weird ones, some ones out there that can just fool you. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about the outlandishness, the mm-hmm. orange, the purples, the gray, the mm-hmm. blondes. You know, a lot. Of, some men don't like that, but then. Why do women continue to do those things? But this, but to me, that answer is multifaceted. First of all, men send mixed signals. Let's start with that. Okay. So you may not want to marry those things, but you pay attention to those things. Right. So the women that are that are portraying themselves like that on social media and on you know TV and stuff like that, enough men are paying attention to those women that it sends a signal that this is what men like. Men like the long hair. They like the girl with the fake booty and the long nails because that's who gets the most likes that's who gets the most attention the most follows that's the girl who's never single so the first part of that is but is that girl married women don't think of it that way we we honestly don't think of it that way it doesn't feel it's not about to a woman is she married or not it's does she have her pick It, it are there are there so many guys out there looking for her and it feels to another woman like well she could pick who she wants because all these guys are after her so it it doesn't feel like that's not what men like because so many if you go to any of these you know go to these instagram like um the these instagram models pages and look at how many guys are in the comments and then you go to a conservative woman's page who's dressed conservatively who hinders handles herself well First of all, you don't even put out the energy that you can approach me that way. Right. So you you don't see that in her comments, you know, for a good reason. But also for a younger woman looking at that, you're not getting the attention this woman is. So then that's what I'm going to mimic. I'm going to mimic whatever it is that gets me the attention. So like the body mutilation with the BBLs and right. all that stuff. Just women are going but those are the horri- women who horrific are Horrific getting... right. procedures. And why? Because women that 
have the bigger butts, that have the longer hair, that, you know, they're getting the public attention. And so that's what, especially the younger generation, I feel like that's but what they're trying to Generally speaking, those women are not chosen for lifelong relationships. Not everyone wants marriage, though. Not everyone wants marriage. And when you are in a situation where, first of all, you'll see on a lot of girls' posts where they're like, man, I can't even get a text back. I can't even get a nice dinner date. So when you're at a point to where you're not even getting guys to respect you properly or to give you that kind of love, marriage is a long-term goal. Right now, I just want a guy to pay me some attention. I'm going to push back on that one. Now, it's not that I'm going to say that, and I'm going to ask you why. Mm -hmm. Women say those things. But what they're really saying what, is that the guy I want is not giving me the attention. Right. Because all women get attention. Not all women get attention. <laughs> not all women get attention. Most of so us. All, <laughs> all women get some kind of attention. So I think I'm going to ask you. So with these women, the women that say my, my phone doesn't ring. Right. Or my inbox is dried up. Or right. I don't get offers. Uh-huh. Are they looking for a certain person? I'm sure. Or, or a certain type of person, at least. Right. Is that person realistic? Are, there, are their expectations realistic in what they're looking for, generally speaking? Um, probably not. But, but, from the, but you have to realize we live in a social media society where people aren't... Realistic is, to them is, what do I see other people with? What do I see other women of my age and caliber with? Then I want that. I want, if, if they have it, then it's out there for me. What we don't always understand is that what we see in people's lives publicly is not always the whole story. That's facts. So they see, you know, women their age, women of their, you know, however they categorize themselves, women of my same caliber. And I see her with, you know, she got a man that's six feet and it looks like they have a ton of money together and they have a ton of fun and they're always traveling and yada yada. So then that's the man I want. I want the man that's six feet that we're always traveling and, you know. Um, and you feel like that is a possibility because that's what you see publicly on all of these influencers' pages that you're following. Sometimes when you dive deeper into people's lives and you get to knowing people personally, you realize what you see is not always what you get. So um, we live in a dangerous time where people compare themselves to pictures online as opposed to real life. Now, we're in the information age, but a lot of these, a lot of women don't actually look up information so why don't they go... But that's see, their idea of research. Research is... Instagram. Right. I see it on Instagram. The I percentage see, of men that are six feet... Right. It's so minuscule in, in, <laughs> relation, in, in relation to the number of men available. Yeah. It's yeah. like six feet, six figures. All of those things are minute. Right. In but reality. You, but to men, you know, the percentage of women who have a donk that's 16 inches out from their back is also (laughs) (laughs) unrealistic, but that's still what a lot of guys, you know, look for. And a lot of times I think guys assume that women are doing things for them or for their attention. And we, you know, we, we've been telling you guys this for years, women compete with other women. So it's not about, okay, I have to get the longest lashes on the market because I know, you know, I got a crush on, you know, Tommy over here and he, the last girlfriend he had had long lashes. No, it's, all these other girls I see, ooh, their lashes are so big and pretty, and I got to be prettier than them. So then I have to outdo them. It's really a competition between 
and and I use the term competition lightly because most women don't look at other women and say, "Oh, I gotta beat her." No, but that's the that's the internal pressure okay. that we feel sometimes is that this is what we see as beauty. These are the the quote unquote beautiful people in the world. These are the qualification. You know, these are the things that we feel like cause them to be labeled as beautiful. So then I need to go out and get those things. Oh, she has gorgeous lashes. So now I gotta go get my lashes done. And oh man, guys love Kim Kardashian and look at. They yeah, they but, love her because of her butt. So now I gotta go get my butt done. But if, if you're on the video or you got the record deal and it's entertainment, mm-hmm. some of those things outlandishness is part of the process, right? You know, but when you're on the serving line at, at the buffet, right, and your lashes hanging off your face, <laughs> I know weak. who you're talking. <laughs> Those lashes were huge. Those lashes were huge. Like they covered hands. her eyebrows. Like, like she had two hands hanging off her face. I'm like, that's, I just don't understand. But to me, that's borderline like mental illness. But yeah, yeah. Okay, and so these women who can't find a guy, mm-hmm. who are doing everything possible to look better than the next woman, why don't some of these women realize that in their friend zone are some amazing men that would be good for them? So it depends on how they got in the friend zone. Like sometimes you just know a person for a long time and you know too much about them. So they're in your friend zone because, yeah, you know, I've known him for years. We went to high school. I just know too much about his life. I know too much about his family, Like you know, and sometimes that disqualifies people. But you're supposed to know about your person. Yeah, but when you've seen them as they've matured through life you know mm-hmm. oh this is my friend i met in college and we've been friends ever since and we were only friends so i got to witness his relationships even though he's matured sometimes people can't see you for the for your new self they see you as how you were when they met when they met you so then sometimes people get stuck in that zone because when i met you you were this way and i know it looks like you've changed and i believe in you as a friend but i'm not going to take that risk with my own life until you change until you find somebody to date until you find somebody to date and, and he, now you're it, happily married and 10 years and later i realize you you <laughs> you're not going to get up in the middle of the night come right. change your tire or do all the things you know come fix this or right. do that oh absolutely well, not because you ain't changing nobody's tire i will call <laughs> i was about to lie and say i'd call triple a but i really don't but i'll text them triple a's number <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you just know too much about a person and then the other side of that is women don't like flirty men. We just don't. We just don't. Most mature, confident women do not like flirty men. They want a man that's going to flirt with them. They don't want the man they've seen flirt with everybody else. Okay. And guys sometimes can be that way. The guy that's typically in your DM, like, oh my God, you're beautiful. The first thought that crosses your mind nowadays is, who else is he saying that to? You know, the guy yeah. with the good morning, beautiful text that's trying to tell you every day, I think of you as soon as I wake up every morning. The first thought that crosses your mind as a woman is, how many other of these Good Morning Beautifuls has he sent? You know, he's out working all day and he sends a selfie. And it's not a guy that you're dating, just a guy that you know that you're friends with. And he randomly sends a picture of himself on the job like, hey, you know, I know you love the ocean. Look where I'm at today. Your first thought is, well, that was random. Who else did he send this picture to today? Because it's coming kind of out of nowhere. Women typically don't like the flirty guy that flirts with everybody because infidelity is an issue nowadays. So then that keeps you in the friend zone. Okay, I'll let you tell me I'm beautiful, but I won't let you be a big part of my life in that way. Well, we've learned that selfies and memes are a love language now. So Listen, that's a whole love language. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's sending you memes every day, I'm like, well, you have to think about that person to right. send it to them. 
I never feel special in that way. Like if someone is sending selfies and memes, I always assume they're sending them to multiple people. Like this is just how they're trying to get attention from, you know, whoever wants to give them attention back. Like, hey, laugh with me. Let's talk about this. I never respond. I never respond when people send stuff in the DM. Good for you. Thank you very Let's much. keep that same energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll finish up with this last question. This is a good one. Why do people break up mm-hmm. and then go back and cheat with each other? Listen, Patrick, you've asked me a lot of breakup questions today. <laughs> and let's be clear. Let me let me tell you in front of Jesus and all the people. <laughs> <It's> because, <laughs> that's because it's stuff we talk about all the time. See, if we break we, up, come... ain't no going back. Ain't no ain't no second chances. Ain't no, oh, no. another time around. Ain't no I don't do, mm. Let me let me get some closure. I don't need no closure. Close my door behind you. Like that's it. Ain't right. no, I don't know why people do that. I don't understand why what what always has been crazy to me is that like when a person is married like people will be married and they're unhappy in their marriage or what have you and they get a divorce right right? and they're supposed to be just co-parenting together and then they go off and they date other people and they cheat with each other like you go back to visit the kid and feeling. Oh, that was my bonus know. question. I just thought about that. Like you go back to visit the kid and feeling dries he up. Spend the, he spends. Now I have a friend. I have a few friends that <laughs> they go out of town to visit their kids, uh-huh. and they'll stay at the at the house. I, I ain't with, with it. the with the the ex or the baby mama. Baby, I don't care. They don't get a ho- they don't get a hotel car. room mm-hmm. again. You better sleep in your car. You better go to the Salvation Army and ask for a cot. You better, <laughs> <laughs> you better find a Star of Hope mission-like situation. But they'll tell me, no. they'll tell me nothing. Man, ain't nothing happened. I'm just there to see my kids. These are lies. First of all, I don't. So I'm glad I've never been in that situation. But I also don't date broke men who cannot at least, if you're going to go visit your kid, you at least have to be able to put yourself up for a night. If not, then there's thing. It's it. It's not putting down someone who's financially strapped at the time because we all go through financial situations and financial hardships it's just that if you're in that situation right now you don't need to be starting a new relationship you need to be focusing on getting life back in order everybody has has downturns in their life now let's get it back on track before we try to focus on bringing in another person um i always felt like if if you did that and stayed there it could give somebody the wrong impression right and they could be, you know, they start cooking dinner. Like we're a family again, even right. for the kids. You know, it's like, okay, daddy, right. daddy's home. He's coming. And back. you're sending your kid mixed signals because right. now your kid gets to have that family time again, and they're hoping and praying that this works out because what kid wouldn't want both of their parents in the house together again? And then you leave, and the kids come visit you in your town, and they see you with another woman. So, first of all, that's a horrible foundation to set for right. your children. Um, I've had a lot of girlfriends who, or I've had a couple of girlfriends who've been in these situations with guys, especially younger, younger women, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy goes and he visits his kid and it's out of town. Well, I'm just spending a night at the baby's mama house. I'm gonna sleep on the couch. I'll call you when I get there. Um, that's just not a comfortable situation for me to each its own. If they like it, I love it for them, but not for me. I just think it's crossing a line and you're sending mixed signals to that mother and you're, so she can't, how can she date and move on with her life if every time you want to see your kid, you're spending that at her house? You're holding a place in her life still. Mm-hmm. You're still taking up space in her life because now she has to have room for you to come inside of her home, to stay in her home in order for you to visit your kid. So then she can't really have a good functioning 
long-term relationship with someone because who is going to accept you spending are you going to spend the night with her when she's dating someone else and engaged to someone else probably not no so then it's not a good trend to start you're you're taking up space in her home now she has to pre-qualify everyone well hey i'd really like to date you but i just want you to know when my kid's dad comes to town he stays with me you're knocking a lot of good people out off the list for her out of selfishness so no i wouldn't that's not a situation i'd be in well, great job. <laughs> you answered everything completely, fully, informative, very informative. <laughs> I am so proud you of you. You just know I like to talk, BB. You just <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. You had some good questions. <laughs> yeah, this, this, I'll come up with some more later. But this, that was a good start. I like that. Thank you. I'm not an expert. And neither one of us no, are. We just, are not relationship it's, it's experts. We talk about all the time. We, we just talk we, a we lot. We see stories. We see Facebook posts, yeah. you know. So... I would like to thank everybody for coming out and listening to us today again. <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram, we don't know why you're not. <laughs> it's PB and Shay forever on Instagram. PB and Shay, the number four the, ever. Number four ever. And on Facebook, flowers and photos with PB and Shay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.